What's up there, young man? Famous world calling. Trying to merge these calls. Here we go, boys. All right. He's, there's more than one call merger in the house. One than more. <laughs> Hexy, are you there, Hexy? Yeah, we're here. The champ right. is here. The champ is in the house. Raining high and raining low. Week three begins with you. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Did I, did I just fall ass backwards into a podcast or something? What happened? <laughs> you're falling. Your your arm's starting to flail in the air. You think you might have one shot at it if you reach out for Mishy's hand, but Mishy's only making a half-ass attempt because he wants Dude, to watch we, you fall over. Oh, yeah. Dude, we just got so involved in talking about last night's game, man, and uh, like our interpretation of... Uh, Where Hexy's the Browns got a are going, Mr. Einstein. Hexy's got a comment. I, dude, I loved it, but I think that I think the Browns did exactly what they were supposed to do the Jets. But what does that mean as far as hashtag America's team and you know all the things that she's been saying? I'm still seeing nine and seven. Now you have to understand, I'm not a fan, but I'm looking at it from the outside. And hey, hey, um, hey Baker Mayfield had a great game. He throws over 300 yards. Uh, there was that nasty interception, throws a touchdown. But what I'm looking at is he has like 35 attempts and he completes less than 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm thinking to myself, all right, we got to get that. We got to get that kind of sh- short up. Um, and uh, the other one was, uh, oh, the positive. Thank, <laughs> God Odell, thank God Odell Beckham is Odell Beckham, man. What a night. What a night for this kid. Awesome. Awesome. What do you think about that? The champ is here. If if the champ wants to start the the podcast off right then and there, then the champ's going to start it off right then and there. You want to set the agenda, champ? You go right the fuck ahead, and we'll talk about it may have been ugly, but it was a victory nonetheless. I would say it was an awesome victory, and as very positive step forward uh, coming off of the loss. I'd say great. I was very good. It was, good. It was very cool to see the Browns get it, man. I mean, come on, man. You got to give it to the Browns. <laughs> let's let's just give it to them. Let's just give them the win. Let's not uh, break it apart and just, you know, analyze it to death. They got to win. It's a great win. Dude, the Jets didn't score a touchdown at all. They held them to no touchdowns, man. It's awesome. Thanks, Dave. 23-3. Appreciate you remembering yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Mishy. It's an awesome I, win. Thank you. It was. It was. It was. If you listen to national sports talk radio or even local sports talk radio, local to Cleveland, anyway, you would have thought that they would have lost the game last night. It's like, oh, everybody really? with the third <laughs> string quarterback, third string quarterback, third string quarterback. You're playing against their third string quarterback, third string quarterback. No excuses. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm actually hearing similar things. Uh, Cowboys did exactly what they were supposed to do. They're good. The no one cares the about the Cowboys, my friend. Well, hold on, A lot hold of people on. care. I'm making, I'm making this. Well, hold on. This is irrelevant. This is relevant. They are not Giants. America's team anymore. Hashtag no, no, no. America's Listen. team. 
Hashtag there's a, there's a correlation. There's a correlation. There's a correlation here, man. I'm, I'm, the I'm champ. trying to... Champ's correlation. I'm trying to tie, I'm trying to tie hey, into what this are... Go ahead, champ. <laughs> I'm trying to tie into what Mr. Johnny Kilbox is talking about, which is exactly right. Uh, the Cowboys did exactly what they were supposed to do, but I didn't hear um, anybody ask about the Cowboys. Listen, listen, listen. It's nothing. It's nothing. The Giants are shit. They did exactly what they were supposed to do, but that's good. That's good. They kicked their shit. They kicked their ass. Then, then you got the Wash Redskins. Not much better. A little better, but not much better. They kicked their ass. So Cleveland did exactly what they were supposed to do. The Jets, the Rock, what stopped the uh, the QB one? They got issues going on. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. Twenty three to three. Boom. Boom. Done. Job done. Good. Good. I mean, good, you, good performance from the defense. What more do you expect? You you expect to win. And you expect the score. No, I'll tell you. Well, I, I know what everybody in America expected, and they expected cool, calm, and collected Baker Mayfield sashaying back into the pocket and flinging it like he used to do. And now all of a sudden he's dropping back and he's trying too hard and he's holding it a little bit too long and he's he's got happy feet. And he still had a, a decent thing, but he's not playing as good as he you know, had been playing. So I think that's what people want. The only way people are going to be satisfied is if Baker comes out and is completely untouchable and, and dominates a game. And just, But you know yeah, what they should do you know, I, is just wait till next week when they put the unbalanced line in and they just start running the ball up and down the middle of the field. They were yeah, saving it. Well, in your minds. <laughs> well, you know, it's... You put it's your hands true. on a fifty. You put your hands on a fifty caliber machine gun. Sometimes it takes a little bit to figure out its power, you know. So uh, <laughs> you know, they'll figure it out. They'll get it done. Thank That's you. Okay, I appreciate the kind words. It, yeah, yeah. As the season plays out, they'll figure it out, and boom, there you go. It's all good. <laughs> uh, if you say so. But uh, what? What in the world? What in the world is going to happen next week in fantasy football? That's what I want to know. That's what you guys wants to know. We talk about the pro game. I haven't heard a word about fantasy football yet at a moment. And well, my my position is, is if I if y'all going to do that, is uh, like a, you know like a ninety nine thousand replay of the Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. You want to make a point. You want to make a point about America's team. Make your point, please. <laughs> okay. Is this is this the cue where I actually make my point? I can talk. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. I yeah. still have a uh, I still have a pat hand. I think I think where people go wrong. I'm coming off a loss. Week one was really good. Uh, I, I believe for you, Kielbasa. You have a similar situation as me in which you had a really good week. I did. Then you're coming off kind of a miserable loss. No time to panic. It's okay. I consider myself, personally, Hex, Team Hex, I got a pat hand. I'm not going to change anything. I think it was just a down week for our players. Bad matchups. I'm not so then how, how then does that apply to the pro game? 
and what we saw from a few teams this weekend in the pro game, thus the fantasy football game. Now, well, it's like a, it's like I said, it's you know bad matchups. You're going to have bad matchups in which, as you said, the guy was so playing. No one's saying you know, no one's saying hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns. Or hashtag used to be America's team, hashtag Dallas Cowboys, hashtag Jerry's kids, was going to, you know, really shake the world and shake the foundation. What's going on here, dear Cowboy Nation, what's going on here, dear Cleveland Brown Nation, and as well to the New England Patriots, we are in an age of trademarks and making money off of words. That's why we're on the podcast. And things like three-peat get copyrighted. Things like Taco Tuesday are attempted to be copyrighted, but fail. And hashtag America's team is paramount blasphemy to you Cowboy fans. And the same can be said about New England fans who probably deserve the title more than anyone. And I think it's great fun when you say hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. But they have not lived up to that hype. And I'm going to remind you all in the world, it's two games. It's two games. No, 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 no. You need to throw another, you need to throw another word in it. It's just two games. No, I think, I think, games. I think, I think in any part games, of a football, I think in any part of a uh, football season, you break it down four game, you know, segments. And I think what we've seen early in the season is some pretty rough play by a handful of teams. And we've seen some awful injuries. And can, the question is, can and do the Cleveland Browns correct themselves? And based on what I saw yesterday, I saw a young team that read a couple headlines and yet is fighting against it. I think Baker Mayfield, well, what, you said, what you said about Mr. Mayfield, Mr. Cabasa, and the feet, that could become problematic. However, he's a fairly well-trained athlete. And he can get it right. On the flip side well, of last night's game, on the flip side of last night's game, Le'Veon Bell was the best Jet on the field by far. And I think it was the only Jet on the field. And yes, yes, and <laughs> he was. It brings it, it, no, to, sure. compare, to compare and contrast to hard luck teams. All right, compare and contrast. Who would you rather be right now, the Cleveland Browns or the New York Jets? And the answer, of course, is you're going to stay optimistic, and you're going to say, "Of course, the Cleveland Browns." And yeah, they got a they got they have a very they have a very tough matchup now. It's going to be at home, but they got L.A. They got the L.A. Rams coming into town, man. It's going to be a very you know, tough let's, matchup. Uh, can I put this one in in your pockets, boys, and say this very simply? This is the second time in three weeks where the Rams are traveling to the East Coast, and. You want to talk about a little jet lag and a few problems? Playing yeah. in Carolina, playing in Los Angeles, and then flying into the friendly confines that is Cleveland, Ohio, is a lot of traveling in less than you know twenty days. That's what it's, I'm talking uh, about. I'm, I'm telling you, I'll tell, I'll tell anyone who's, who really cares to listen right now. It's going to take thirty points next week in Cleveland for anybody to win that ball game. The Rams yeah. do it. The Rams showed it last week that they can still score points. What I saw, well, no, well, Cleveland, Browns, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland showed it too. They, they showed that they can do it too. Bye, I, I, But the rest of the world is complaining that they're not, they're not the Kansas City Chiefs yet, which is a joke. Yeah, 
Uh, this is a joke. That, man. Who, hey, cares? Who cares about that, man? If you want to look, let's hex. Let's keep. Let's keep the champ here, and let's let's just go fantasy football. Well, right hey, now. listen, man. I I gotta add to the surprises. The, the cavalcade of surprises is going to keep continuing because we have a fellow fantasy football guy who was live at the game last night, and I'm about to dial him in. Pop a shot. Give me one second, boys. <laughs> Oh, we're going to have the Cleveland Roundtable. The True back. Believer is about to be coming in. Ah, True Believer. <laughs> I might have to put my slice of pizza down. <laughs> hopefully he's not shoving. Hopefully he's. Yeah, well. I said, hopefully, hopefully the true believer is not shoving a pork chop into his gullet right now. But then again, it'd probably be better if he did. How's it going, just, Papa Shot? Welcome back. You're dive bombing right into the sausage hut and with special guest Mishy's in the house and Champ Hex. We got a party going on right now. Damn, I'll bring the Lay's sour cream and onion potato chips. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. <laughs> I'll bring my appetite. There we have it. Sweet. I understand a true believer was at that ball game last night. Is this correct? That would be correct. Yeah, so it's good to take, be there. Did you good take, to see a W in person. Nice. Helicopter, limousine, or nice. private plane? <laughs> we, did, we did a partial uh, vehicle, my, my own vehicle, then a train. Okay. So the, yeah, that's that's the standard way to get there. You don't carry much wow. of a cooler when you do that now, do you? Well, that was already set up. I just had to show up, bring myself and my appetite and my my uh, my cash, and I was Woo! good to go. How many? How many? Hey. How many? How many Cleveland Brown fans in the parking lot compared to the Jet fans? And what time do say uh, party people? They were up? there. They they were there a lot earlier than I got there. Let me tell you that because they were frothy <laughs> by the time I showed up. And <laughs> it, was, it was almost fifty fifty from what I could see. Browns fans yeah, and Jets fans, and all just yeah, as miserable as fans, each other. <laughs> wow, Jet fans, the Jet fans knew exactly where to set up. That's that's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, right. at home, hey, at their home, <laughs> you know, the Brown fans. That's what happened. I, Mr. Mr. Believeland, Mr. Believeland, this is a running topic, and I want to ask you: You walked into a stadium as a visitor, and did you yeah. feel at home there? And if you did, how how odd is that as a sports fan, such as you are? It was uh, it was telling whenever the Jets um, it started to turn bad for them, and that was pretty quick. Uh, right. There were here we go brownie chants that would start up, and uh, and the Jets fans were not happy as you would expect. But every, <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that happened that happened about every other drive. You would hear the here we go brownies chants, and they were everywhere yeah. in the stadium. It, as, a, it, as a fan of the visitor, did that did that like puff you up like a peacock? Absolutely, kinda... absolutely. You love seeing that as a visitor. Absolutely, it, it was almost better uh, than it than it had been in other games in Cleveland that I'd been to because you're just so you know, miserable. Only, you just you play, get, yeah. it's, it's so miserable when you start to to get into that funk, and it, it wasn't like that for the Browns last night. It was like that for every Jet fan. They that oh, depression. Yeah. The depression is already hitting. All these Jets fans, I work with a lot of them, and, and the depression and, is already there. 
You, um, Mr. Believe Land, it's, it, I don't, I should dial, I should set up 1 800 Michi, but it's a very good rehab number. You can give him my number now. I'll <laughs> I will. You know, I have a phrase, man, in America. I have this phrase, and they say, what's the matter with the Jets? And I said, Weave Eubank. (laughs) Not Joe Namath. But Weave Eubank made a deal with the devil. Yeah. You will, for your eternity, be good every nine years for about a year and a half, and then return to sub-mediocrity, if you would. We will stack it. We will go against it. And why? Because we won Super Bowl three. I got to yep. tell you, and most of the people listening were not born when Super Bowl three was played. Right. And, and the the best thing I can say is those uniforms look really good on my big screen TV. <laughs> How'd they look on the field, man? That's, <laughs> That's crazy. We're talking about I, laundry, America. That's not good. That's not good. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you got you got two two of the worst teams in the NFL are both in the AFC East, man. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> now, hold on a minute now. Hold on a minute now. I'm Whoa! The talk around uh, around work with all my Jets fans is they are expecting to be the lone to be the lone victory allowed by the Dolphins this year. Oh, They're, they are expecting bad. to be the team that the Dolphins beat. Well, you know oh, what? Wow. You know, in, in a very real sense, there's a psychiatrist, a psychologist, and someone in this world who are saying, well, they could be talking about Cleveland Brown fans. I know. Well, we've known that feeling for the last 20 fucking years. That's why That's why it's – I don't want to call it a pleasure, but misery loves company, <laughs> man. I'm just – I'm listening to these guys yeah. all night last night and all yeah. day today. That's I'm like, great. I fucking know the feeling, man. So, what was it like when OBJ caught that pass? Did you know he was gone as soon as he caught it? Oh or? my god, yeah. Where uh, were you I sitting? Could, we were in a place called the flight deck. My buddy had tickets there. Um, it was kind of a stand-up bar. Oh, with nice. Standing chairs right in front of it. Hey, it was hey, like, hey Michi, Michi, yeah, Michi, it was great. Michi, describe this. Michigan, describe where the flight deck for everybody who doesn't understand. You've been there before. Well, it's Where's a party deck. It's a party deck. You don't sit in your seat with a 300-pound yep. dude next to you, like with mustard stains. Exactly. You're kind of standing yeah. up. You're lounging. You're conversing. You know, you get a little stretched oh. in because it's been a work day. It's almost, uh, for those of you back in the old day at uh, Turner Field and a few other places, it's just like a place to more stand up and, and enjoy the game yeah, without being. Oh yeah, yeah, it was like the uh, it was like the, the TED, uh, that place that you would uh, just chill out. The uh, chop shop, outfield. yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, chop yeah. house or whatever they called that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister Believe Land, by any of this hype, where you should be upset with your ball club right now? Uh, no, that it's there just as go. much hype. It's just as much hype as we all wrongly put on the Browns in the off season. Uh, we're overreacting after the first two weeks, and we overreacted after all the signings they had in the offseason. And it team, takes time. And it takes time. Exactly. To together. They got a new. They got an offensive coordinator, Munkin, that, that's coming in, and he's bringing different ideas to the offensive-minded head coach that has his ideas. It's, it all isn't meshing together quite yet. So. It's going to take I, time. Yeah, I think I, I, I think the I think the new mantra in Cleveland should be "Be cool, keep watching." 
I love how everybody in America is just like, okay, okay, Browns, here's how you need to act now. Here's what's going on. You guys don't know how to do this, Browns fans. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I watched that game, and you got it. You got it. You have a. You better be line. careful, Browns fans. Don't get too excited. Because <laughs> remember, you, you sucked for twenty years. Okay. You got yep. the best defensive player you've had in thirty years. Oh my God! Can you stop, can you stop late hitting the freaking quarterback? <laughs> no. no, I'm going to ask you something. Can you? You cannot tell a guy not to be twenty-four years old and hyped up. You can't do that either. You take them out yeah, for a play. NFL, man. You take them out for a yeah. play and say, look, we talked about this. Get your breathing right and put them back in. That's yeah. all you can do. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah. And, uh, he is an animal, though. That's that's a good oh, one. Just unstoppable. Just unstoppable. Yeah. I, watched, uh, I watched as a Jet fan who was, um, like I said a little while ago, it's just it's what's expected. If you listen to any of this podcast at all, it's, you know, um, people say, oh, Michigan, you're never going to root for the Jets. And I said, I will always root for the Jets. Just don't ask me if we're going to play winning football. Can I uh, ask Papa Shot a question? What's up, brother? Um, I want to know what it was like, your ex- on-field experience. Like, what was on the menu? Did you have to order food or they bring it to you? Or was there a buffet or, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we didn't. The, the, food was already, the food was crushed during the tailgate. There, nice. I mean, oh, they yeah, okay. that, yeah, that that food was all set up during the tailgate, and I got there was plenty left by the time I got there. It was a little cold, but it, it still hit the spot. So you just well, yeah. was it open what he's bar asking? What, like was, what was the tailgate fare then? Yeah, what was the menu? What was the menu? Well, they I uh, forget the name of the sandwich place, but a lot of sandwiches, <clears throat> a lot, a lot of uh, New Jersey deli sandwiches, you know. Yeah, they 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 were all they good. The job done. Who got the yeah, biggest done. pop? Was it the OBJ play, or was it something else that you went most nuts for? Uh, the one hander right away oh. in the first quarter. Yeah. And then, oh yeah. From what everybody was, was saying, good. it was it was almost the same spot where he he exploded onto the scene with the one hander. Wasn't that against? Uh, that was the three finger catch against the Cowboys. Against the Cowboys, yeah, yeah. Everybody was saying it was the same. Amazing. I mean, that was a touchdown. This one was about two yards short, but everybody was saying it was the same spot of the field, pretty much. Wow. But yeah, that was ridiculous. And the and the, the kick, the kick by the Jets kick kicker that everybody hated when he yeah. made it. Yeah. That, that got a pretty good reaction out of the crowd. You could hear it on the TV, and they made a comment yeah. about it on the play-by-play. That was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, sarcastic hilarious. round of applause for the field goal kicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was just leading into the game. There was so much hype into this game in the off season. You know, the matchup right. with Sam Darnold and, and Baker. That, it was kind of deflated before the game, so it, it felt like a big letdown the, the entire game. You know, it, it it was a letdown going into it. So. I can honestly say, hashtag believe land, hashtag Johnny Kilbasa, but even you, Champ Hex, I hate you all. I I hate you all, and it's jealousy, and it's envy, and raise your hand like I'm raising my hand if that's the way you are sometimes in sports, America. I'll tell you what, I I, I really just want to turn the lights off and 
M- Mishy like set up a nice cream. picnic table with a tablecloth and everything, and Cleveland just came in right into his backyard, filled it full of sausages, and got mustard stains everywhere, and just <laughs> ate all his food and wrecked the place and left. Left him at home <laughs> with a shitty backyard like and no food left me, over. Thanks a lot, Mish. We'll see you in the playoffs. Not. <laughs> I don't think so, Mr. Kielbasa. <laughs> Not at least on our end, that's for sure. Oh, it's despair in New York. Unbelievable. It's like we rubbed so, our despair off of them. It's like a pair. We're passing on our, our voodoo to you. It, uh, I don't want it. I just, I'm tired of it, and I, I, re, I, reject, I reject the gift. I'm sending it back. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't accept it. I'll send it to Dallas, where they're about to get a dose of reality. Woo. I don't know, man. They look what, good. What are you talking about? What does that mean? We're playing Miami next week. That's okay. That's okay. You can get three wins in, but this is this is the new NFL, kids. And uh, just just add this to this: that if you're a fantasy stat stuffer, go do it one more time. However, Cowboys have to play a, at least a decent football team eventually. Maybe. I hope. That's what I'm saying about. Well, Baltimore. yeah, 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 yeah. We come out, yeah. we come out of the bye week. That the true test is going to be against uh, um, always Philadelphia, but the biggest one is going to against the Patriots. Well, I believe that's week eight. I want to say week nine. I don't know. Believe yeah, yeah, that's, You were saying that's what you're looking forward to in Baltimore, is it not? Yeah, exactly. Let's see what they can do against the Chiefs this week after they pounded on Arizona and Miami. Everybody Mr. wants to Kibasa. put them on a pedestal. Mr. Kibasa, can we get some uh, football music and do a little fantasy roundtable in that <laughs> highly anticipated Baltimore Raven, Cleveland does. Uh, Cleveland, hello. <laughs> Baltimore Raven, Kansas City Chief game. What do you think? Uh, let's see here. He's got music, Mr. Cleveland. <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's a highlight of the show. Isn't it? Uh, I did, you know, I have to understand the intern did a little production. Nicky, <laughs> I'm, 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 you're a lucky guy. Thank you. I know. I know. It's a great thing. It's amazing. Can't win a lottery. Ticket. You guys can't hear the, the music, but you're getting it. So anyway, guys, here at the round table. How long did it take you to get out of there, Believe Land? How did you? What was your method? Did you have to just wait it out uh, with everybody it, else? It it was giving me fucking hot flashes of the Super Bowl, trying to get out of there. Ugh. It was it wasn't nearly as bad, but it was giving me it was giving me that feeling, man. I was in a crowd of couple hundred people deep just rubbing asses and it was not good it was Ugh. not good in the navy in train. the navy we call we in the navy we call that nuts to butts yeah there yeah. you go it's <laughs> it's not a good feeling no, it's not a good it makes my ears hurt just listening to it yeah especially when the train rolls in and then it's just sitting there for 20 minutes 30 minutes and the doors don't even open and everybody's still just packed like you fucking get it Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah you, felt like, you felt like you were you felt, you felt like you were in Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was a train yeah. that went there. Hm. Yeah, it's it, it it's usually pretty convenient getting in and out, but it's it's the whole waiting after the game is the part that sucks. But yeah, right. You deal with it. Kill. Uh, yeah, you see, that's why that's why Mr. Kibasa brings a helicopter. That's all I know. Um, now look, Kansas City Chiefs are going into the Baltimore Ravens, and I want to ask a couple questions, man, if you don't mind. Are all the Ra- Mr. Believe Land? Are mm-hmm. the Ravens 
believable you in your eyes, and will they compete this week against the Kansas City Chiefs? Let me ask you. I don't question. see why not. I mean, they got. I've I've been a Lamar Jackson fan from day one. Everybody wants to crush him from throwing style and this and that, and he does flip a ball here and there. But the guy's a winner. Um, sure, he's getting sure. better and better every time he goes out there, sure. and he is a Michael Vick like carrier with the ball. I mean, the guy. Sure. What do you have? A hundred and hundred. 20, 30, 120 yards last week. I mean, he can, he can spit that out every week if he really wanted to, but they're trying to get him to pass the ball a little bit more, and he's getting better and better at that. So, I don't know. The guy's a winner. I, I think he's a superstar in the making, to be honest. All right. Now the second part of this question for Believe Land. I'm going to move on as we go. Patrick Mahomes, 27 fantasy mm-hmm. points more or less. Let me ask you a question. In this game against the Raiders. Against Baltimore. Let me ask you a question. Um, yeah, I'll say over. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Jackson, the quarterback over there, um, 28 fantasy points, more or less, against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go under. All right. I uh, think that that is going to be an ideal matchup of young quarterbacks. It's going to be fantastic. Mr. Kilbasa. Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. you trusting you the running game in Kansas City or the running game in Baltimore? And if so, who are your fantasy touchdown makers? I'm reeling. In that game? I'm reeling from uh, punch in the mouth after I meet stacked. I go up against Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes decided to throw touchdowns to everybody else except the four fucking guys that I had on the field. So it's a whole new ball game with Damian Williams. I'm I'm pun- I'm, I'm I'm hurt. I'm doubled over. I'm breathing heavy. I took it in the pants. I, I, you know, David and Joku was my last hope. There really wasn't any hope, but he got a concussion, so I'm going to be seeing him later. And so, is Mr. Ingram or Mr. Williams or someone else going to be the big running backs this weekend in this very important? Hopefully, Shady McCoy's ankle will keep him out of the game, so Damian Williams can get some more points. All right, so Damian Williams, plus or minus 13 fantasy points this week. Well, can I – is wishful thinking is allowed at this point, right, Mishy? So I'm going to go Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to go plus because I don't know what I need to do. Like, it's either him or I got that kid from Philadelphia who's not seeing many – Many carries. So. Well, that's all right. You remember, if you don't score a touchdown this week, you're going to score one next week. Is Mr. Ingram a touchdown <laughs> maker this week in this game? I hope. Mr. Kilbach. I hope not. I hope he never scores a touchdown again. <laughs> uh, I, I see a little bias there. I see a little bias. There. I'm not really sure. Nothing wrong with that. that. Nothing wrong with that. After he, he just beat me because the Flying Savant used him to beat me this week, I hope he never carries the ball again. And that, you know, and there's there's a reason why psychiatrists make a living. Um, <laughs> there, Mr. Champ Hex. Let me ask you a question. At wide receiver and tight end, there are, there are some pretty uh, kind of groovy matchups in this game. If you had to go down to Kansas City lineup, Sammy Watkins touchdown, yes or no? Uh, yes. Didn't get shit Absolutely. in this game this week. No. I think... No, 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 I say Sammy Watkins. I love, believe it or not, this week I actually, I actually like the uh, the young kid Andrews uh, for the Ravens. For, for the Ravens, for the Ravens is a touchdown maker. What about Mr. Kelsey? Bigger game for Mr. Uh, Andrews or Mr. Kelsey? Kelsey's going to do Kelsey things, but I like Andrews more. I'm going to say that. All right. It's almost um, poetic. How about how about some pass catchers out there in the Ravens camp? 
the kid uh, Antonio Brown's uh, Hollywood Brown is uh, is a name uh, to behold. Um, touchdown maker, no nope. touchdown maker. Wide receivers, I like. Uh, what's his name? The kid uh, Johnson. Uh, he's he's new on the scene. Bob uh, Johnson. Bob
for my man Harrison Butker. You know, another thing that screwed me in my heartbreaking loss was I had Harrison Butker, and all he did was have four PATs. So when they had decided to score, they didn't get any fucking field goals. I'd f- oh man, oh. Oh, I man. went all in on what? I went all in on four sevens and I lost. <laughs> Basically, or whatever. You got two sevens. You got what? Uh, you got what? Sixteen points from him in week one. Yeah, yeah, and from I got Buster? a measly yeah, four yeah, PAT. Yeah. So it's it's almost like the flying savant called Patrick Mahomes on the phone and said, "Look, man, you got to throw." touchdowns of these guys these two guys right here and then the rest of these guys can suck it and i'm gonna win and it's like that's exactly how it happens damn it (laughs) now you sound like a jet fan (sighs) i mean i did all i could it was like i'm trying to manufacture runs we got a guy. We got to right. walk. We bunted him over to second. Now what are we gonna do? We're gonna GDP. We're gonna GDP. <laughs> Some people have fantasy luck. Some people have fantasy hard luck. And Mr. Kilbasa, I'm here to tell you. Let me ask you a question. 2019 is not going the way you thought it would go. And <laughs> that doesn't mean you put down your signs and stop protesting. It means you. Gather the troops and uh, work it out. Just gather the troops and work it out. You got friends there in Paris. You got friends there in Hong Kong. They will show you how to protest. <laughs> you got friends here on the sausage hut who are trying to help you win fantasy football games. Holy crap. Speaking of winning fantasy football games, Mr. Believe Land, for the second year in a row, I got you like uh, right in the ship and being a champion. Yeah, you're, you're riding that wave. Why? Because I'm a machine, and I believe, and your name is, is Believe Land. It seems to make sense that, that, that that's the way it wants to be. And I'm here to tell you, you got your combo. You got Mr. Mayfield. You got Odell Beckham Jr. Those are my two that got a ride for sure. You got, and they're going to take you places. I think, I think, I personally think the Cleveland Browns are going to get some things right um, a lot sooner than maybe some of the naysayers who think it'll never happen. You guys got competitive football games. It's good to play competitive football games, especially for a young team. And as you solve your problems, and you will, you're going to be a much better football team. And that hype will be for the children, and the winning football games will be for the men. (laughs) Yes. Bingo. Couldn't have said it any better. Yeah. And you just got to tighten it up. You got to get going. And and it's there for you. So I'm, I'm kind of believing that. I'm kind of believing that. Well, they hey, got fellas, another primetime game Sunday night. Sunday night against the Rams in Cleveland. So. All right. Let's talk fantasy. Let's talk some fantasy love right there. Mr. Kabasi, can we have some Cleveland traveling music, please? <laughs> oh, football. football. I think that's a Huey Lewis song. <laughs> but that could be another style. Oh, football. <laughs> I give a dollar over Apple Sing all the rock and roll right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could be, could be rock zombies. You know? No, oh, Hexy. <laughs> you, cowboy, you cowboy fans have some strange Kool Aid. I got to tell you what, man. <laughs> I, I like grape Kool Aid. Uh, I like mixed Kool Aid. Have you? I don't understand you, Hex. Sometimes I don't get it. You like your Kool Aid all mixed up. 
I don't get it. I like oh, the purple source racks back I think, I think I, I think I think I watched Newcomb High too many times. There it is. There it is. <laughs> you know, you may have been on the set for that. Med, uh, that's a Sunday night game, Los Angeles at Cleveland, correct? Sunday nighter. Sunday night. How, uh, if you could compare and contrast the two stadiums, um, how rocking is Cleveland going to be? And what would the Rams fans have happen to them if they get out of line this particular <laughs> ballgame? Well, I can guarantee they'll be – there won't be as close to as many Rams fans in Cleveland than there were Cleveland fans at this Jets game. I can guarantee you that. All right. The, the Browns, the Browns have, have had all these all these home games sold out since the off season, and they're not selling any of these tickets like they did in the World Series to the Chicago fans. Oh, that ain't happening. That's, all right. Oh no, it's sold right. to the Raptors. That's a good game. It's a good game. Very good game. Yeah, Hexy, that doesn't get us fantasy love right now. First thing I want to say is, man, did you know that the Los Angeles Rams began their football lives as the Cleveland Rams? Did you Absolutely. Know Absolutely. There you go. I they had they, were, they had the blue. They had the blue helmet with the white Ram stripe on it. Already, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, uh, what's his name? Bob Waterfield was the guy, the great quarterback back in the day. And he was not, uh, you know, Norm Van Brocklin became better and stuff. But Mr. Mr. Waterfield was a heck of a guy. For a dollar, for a dollar, for a dollar. Where did the Rams go after they left Cleveland? St. Louis. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Los Angeles. And they became the Los Angeles Rams. There you go. In this ballgame. I thought that was going to be a trick question, but I guess it wasn't. <laughs> in this, and then he went to uh, St. Louis. It was a in double trick. In this ballgame of the high-powered teams, is it going to take 30 points to win this game, more or less? More. Mr. Einstein. More? I believe Lance says Hex? more. All right. Hexy? No, I'm going to say you're, you're putting the over-under at 30. Uh, 30 points to win. Yeah, so, yes. No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say less. Wow. I'm going to say less. Okay. Um, I think defense has called this one out. I think the defense has called this one out. Really? Yeah, I think the defense has set the tone of this game. I I got a who who is the Rams' left tackle? That's the only question I need to know. If their <laughs> left tackle isn't on his game, he's going to get pancaked. <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. And then my man Jared Goff's going to get out of the game, and then I'm going to have to ride Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the year until I get that dude from Jacksonville. What's his name? <laughs> The goofy ass name. What are you talking about? The oh, cashew, minshew, cashew, yeah, minshew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cashew, that's yeah, yeah. his name. Mr. Cashew. Cashew Minshew. Mr. The third. Cashew. Oh, by the way, by the way, Johnny Kilbasa. Yes, awesome, sir. Awesome, dude. Bro, I, I want I want the throwback t shirt for the name change because you're still in my phone listed as Rust Belts. <laughs> and awesome. Awesome. 
I've been looking forward to you changing that name back. <laughs> I keep insisting that you're the Rust Belts, man. And very cool that you changed it back, by the well, way. Well, we're, we're, cool. we're putting aside the, the personal vendettas, and we're just getting down to playing some fantasy football. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you, put, put me down for a T-shirt because I, I love it. The, the one of – it's Otto Graham with his mouth bleeding. I don't know if you can see it on the site. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. All right, fellas, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you that the Cleveland Browns are going to beat the Rams on Monday night, okay? What a and I'm here. here, America, to say there's going to be a lot of action in this game. It's going to be a super high-scoring game. Why? Because the offense is week three of the season. In the new world order, to me, this is like opening day. Mm-hmm. Got to, and I think both these clubs are going to – and. The Rams have already played two competitive games. Cleveland sort of. Oh, whoa, easy, and, easy, and easy, easy. I think you're way. I, uh, Michi, no, I think no. you're way. Michi, you're way undermining the capacity of both of these defenses, man. They're both. Oh, I know, man. I'm doing it on purpose too because these offenses <laughs> are what we come to watch, mm-hmm. what we come to see. It's why people bitched out Cleveland after the game last night. Yep. And and I am all over it. And it's time for these guys to put on a show. Mr. Gil Fossil. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Jared Goff, plus or minus 27 fantasy points on Sunday night. I'm at a crossroad it's here, three guys. Touchdowns. Let me it's ask not you a even, question. It's only two touchdowns. See, okay, so I've got Goff. And I've got Aaron Rodgers, and I keep thinking Aaron Rodgers is going to wake up and just go. And he looked, he showed a flash of it in the first quarter. Sunday, but then <laughs> but hey, you know who else Jared showed Goffin. a flash of it last week? Joe Flacco. Please continue. <laughs> yes, Michigan keeps reading against him because I anyway. Anyway, Jared Goff. Yeah, I want him to do well, but if he comes into Cleveland and does well, it's not good for me. So I really can't. I don't know if I can really start him next week because I don't want him to do well. Because we got to win next okay. week. We've got to win. We've got to win every game from here on out. I mean, every game's a must win. <laughs> Everybody, th- the the savant thinks we're going to go zero and five. We're good. Everybody's two and zero right now. We got to we got to play some good football. We got to go back on the practice field. We got to learn from our mistakes. We got a lot of things to clean up, and we're going to get better at the football team because we're going to run towards each other, not run away from each other when we when we run into shit like that. So we're gonna we're gonna get the Rams in here. It's a big game. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get out there and have a good practice. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I think I think the guys in Miami must sound like you. Everyone wants to leave. Oh man. Um, I'm not sure where to go. Oh yeah, that's where we're going. So, Mr. Mr. Believe Land, Baker yeah. Mayfield, same question. Plus 47 minus, points. points. Yeah. 47. 47, he says. <laughs> you can make a note of that. <laughs> I love it now. Kilbasa got me fired up with that speech. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I might have overestimated that. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, got, we got now. Does that make Javaris Landry a touchdown maker this week, finally? Oh. Uh. That's a great call. I, I think we're definitely going to see Landry's first touchdown of the season Sunday night. He's, yeah, they're going to make it a yeah, point. Yeah, I see. 
I see a big game coming up for him because it's just all setting up for him. I just yeah. absolutely see it coming. You know, the Browns, they played without their number three receiver Monday night, Rashad uh, Higgins, Hollywood. So, Hollywood Higgins, the U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get Hollywood back in there, and that helps up. That helps out the whole squad. All right, I see it coming. Yeah, Mr. Kilbasa. I want this game a, to be like forty-one uh, thirty-eight for a trifecta. But out of the three wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Mr. Woods, or Brandon Cooks, yeah, name the touchdown makers for the Rams this week. Hex, you got the same question. Cup, I'm Cup's going to cup up. Oh yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's uh it's tough. <laughs> I'll say long, I think it's tough, man. Big believer in that guy. So Wow. Sounds to me like you guys are thinking the Rams are gonna score one or two touchdowns. I'm not so sure about this. At running back, <laughs> Mr. Gurley is Todd Gurley and I think he is gonna have a ball game and a half if they run right. Now, you know what? If I'm the Rams, I'm running right at Mr. Garrett this weekend. Oh, I thought and you meant I'm run cor- You meant run correctly, not run to the right. Uh, run correctly at I Excuse me. I have rented lips, and I'm still associated. Well, no, I was wondering. I was like, one, oh, yeah, because I, I, if they ran right, then they would be running away from them. But you're saying run right. But, you mean like you want them to th- play an option, just option them? Well, you see, I, I thought that they should run away from them, but the truth of the matter is good football teams run right at those kind of guys. Now, that guy is 270 pounds, and I put 300 pounds of beefcake on him, 320, and let's see where he thinks about himself like late Friday, uh, Sunday evening. Put some pressure on the young man. And I think Mr. Gurley is a touchdown maker in this game. And men, do you agree or disagree? I think he can have 100 yards, a touchdown, and be the best running back on the field this week mm. against the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Agree or disagree, boys? I'll say it. Yeah, I'm a- Todd Gurley, 19 fantasy points, more or less? Less. Yeah, he better have less. He better less. have less, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, I, I think... I think I think Mr. Gurley's going to have a good ball. How did Nick Chubb look in person last night there, Mr. Cleveland? Uh, Nick Chubb looked like a freaking animal. That's the second time I've seen him in person. I was up a little bit closer the first time I saw him in Baltimore last year. And at that, that's the, the moment I said, holy shit, this guy's a freaking monster. His legs are the size of my torso. He's, he's, okay. he's an animal. Yeah, he's a freaking animal. And he's, a little bit like, he's a little bit like Robert Newhouse with those legs back in the yeah. day. Sounds to me, sounds to me like he's a lot like Johnny Kilbasa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody that knows Johnny Kilbasa will agree with yeah. that. Yeah. The young man, the young man, better see some more carries. I don't know. They're going to save him as much as they can, I suppose. How many uh, touches did he have yesterday, fellas? Not enough. I don't line? think he Anyone had enough. No. I mean, I could find it, but did he crossed over twenty touches. I don't think I don't, so. I don't know. No. Uh, no, I don't think so either. Dude, I think they need to get him 20 plus, man. Yeah. Unbalanced line. Unbalanced line. Who is the backup for Big Chief Njoku? Because he's got a concussion problem. That's a good question. I don't know who that other guy yeah. is. Yeah. It's, um, 
They got a kid named Pharaoh Brown listed here. And yeah. Demetrius Harris. Demetrius is the one they use a little bit more. He's the guy they brought in from Green Bay, I believe. Any fantasy value there? Uh, no, no, not no, so much. Probably not. Probably Your not. only tight end you want in this game is Kelsey. Well, not Kelsey. For uh, we're we're playing the Rams. Oh, the Rams game. Sorry, sorry, Mister. No, I understood. Understood. Mister. Everett is still out there. They threw in the ball a little bit last week. Um, for the Rams, I was pretty surprised how uh, how they kind of you know Higby saw a ball and and Everett saw the ball, but. If the tight end score a touchdown here and they're on your fantasy team, you're a blind squirrel, and it's, like, January. Yeah, yeah. Um, agree. On defense, fellas, it's always fascinating to me because I always look for defensive touchdowns. And, <laughs> you know, like you guys in Cleveland got yesterday a boatload of sacks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's where your fantasy games are won, Mr. Believeland. You got 41 points from your opponent's defense. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like betting a, it's like betting a trifecta. <laughs> More than Not 99% squared or boxed. of the guys. Defensive yes. fantasy points this week, fellas. Is, are the Cleveland Browns the team you're interested in? Maybe the Rams? Because the North generally have a good defense. You guys interested in then maybe starting one of their defensive available? And are any of them double-digit defenses this week? Anybody? I'd be surprised. I think both, uh, I think both I, teams. I, I, like, I like them both. I think I like <laughs> them both, man. I mean, dude, Here's the thing. You started off, Mishy, about uh, these offenses, which uh, obviously make the news. Skill, skill positions always, always make the news. You got Baker Mayfield, uh, and you got Golf, and you got OBJ, and you got yeah. Cup, and you got Nick Chubb, and you got Gurley. All yeah. this makes the news. What I think this game's all about is defense versus defense. This is what it's about. It's defense versus defense. I think these guys are going to tear each other up. They're going to hold the score under 30. You were talking about what's going to win. I think what's going to win is under 30. I think this is going to, these defenses are going to clash and they're going to keep the score contained. I got a large meat lover's pizza saying just the opposite. Do you accept my bet? Yes or no? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, good. All right, there we go. There we go. So, you're telling me we're going to see any fantasy, uh, any defensive touchdowns there, Mystic Hex? Yeah, absolutely. I I wouldn't say, I would say one or the other. One or the other is going to do it. I think it's all, this is a defensive game, is what I think. Wow. Hey, how hard would the Cleveland Cleveland, uh, Browns fans be tripping if they score only like 20 points again next week? Uh... I don't think you strip it off. You get the win. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, um, everybody knows the Rams are a respected defense. If you can score 20 on them, that's nothing to hang your head about. Right. Yeah, you just want to win. You just want to win in this one. That's, yep. that's what I'm thinking. Yep. Wow. They're the reigning NFC champions, guys. Yeah. 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 Michy's never had much much respect for the Rams. You have the, Mr. Kibosa. Well, I because I have I've had Jared Goff the last two years, so. But hey, I mean that's you okay. Know, you would know. You would not know who the Rams were if it wasn't for Jared Goff. I, well, maybe not. But I'm saying. Well, now I'm saying that they're they're the better team going into this game right now this week against the Browns. Kibosa, the Browns got a lot Kibosa, to prove. 
So, boss, you remember how what's you the, got? What's the uh, what's the line? What's the line going? What's the line? What's the line going? I, I don't know. I don't know. What did you say? I, I believe land. You remember how you got golf last year? <laughs> no. It was after I had I had Brady and and uh, I had Brady and golf. Baker oh. comes out and beats the Jets week whatever it was two or three, <clears throat> and I immediately jumped on him and I couldn't drop Brady because he was my keeper, oh. so I had to yeah. drop golf. <laughs> I had to drop golf to get him. <laughs> I am I America's commission, by the way. Great. That was my rule. I gifted him to rule. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that, Believe Land. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no way I could not pick up Baker after he did what he did last Monday, last year on Monday night yeah. against the Jets. Yep. And he's never going to come off your team until he never. retires. Mr. Uh, men, America, two things to this. In our league, the PSL page, and you can follow it on NFL.com anytime you want. You can only have two quarterbacks. No quarterback hoarding allowed. Learned that a long time ago. And if you have that in your league, you should have it. Number two, this year is truly sending smoke signals that Odell Beckham Jr. was going to be taken by Team Nishi. Knowing so well <laughs> that my man, Mr. Believe Land, who I still pick for a championship for all kinds of conspiratorial reasons, I, I, I said, you know what? He's got Baker Mayfield. If I let him pass, he will have Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. and on his team on a keeper, three keeper league, and I will have one happy hashtag believe land. And I said to myself, Mishy, you know what to do. And I blew smoke signals all summer that I'm taking Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> except for at 45 minutes before the draft, when I get on the ones and twos and text hashtag believe land, I said, hey, you want OBJ? <laughs> And I put a little happy emoji there. And he goes, he gave me like a thumbs up saying, you're full of shit. You've been blowing smoke all summer. <laughs> and I think he knew at that time the conspiracy uh, theory started with me. And that I was going to do something like that. Hashtag believe it. And I'm no. happy that you will never get rid of either of those two guys as long as they're members of the Cleveland Browns. And your team has structure and your fantasy season has a lot of room for optimism. And that's a very good thing. There you go. There's a little background, everybody. There you go, Missy. That was was a sweet gift, Missy. We appreciate it, believe me. Oh, I'll tell you what. I, you know, if it were me and it was like a flying toad and and assorted other like poop emojis out there on the West Coast, (laughs) I would have taken them on purpose just to spite my own nose. But no, I tell you, that's not the right thing to do. And I know you got two building blocks in your fantasy football team. And an engaged Believe Land is a dangerous opponent. And I hope everyone listening understands that about my man Believe Land and can look in the mirror and say that about themselves. Not only do I got my guys, and my name is Believe Land, and I'm going to go go and play a little bit of fantasy football. Ten minutes a week, right? 20 and, minutes and hope Devonta Freeman uh, decides to play football this year. See, oh, my this God. Is good. This is where Believe Land should have listened to the podcast. We truly just said, we, me and Mr. Kobasi said, you're out of your mind. You're taking it. Yeah, I, I had some bad intel on my sources in ATL there. <laughs> on that one. Uh, Homerism 101. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who's winning the football game Sunday night, fellas? The Rams or the Browns? Mr. Hex, who's winning? All right, I'm going to answer this one and then I got to dip out. Um, 
before the I'm grenade going gets with, around. Uh, believe, believe it or not, I'm actually going to go with Cleveland. I think they're inspired. Okay. I think, okay. I think, okay. Uh, I think uh, it'll be close. Dude, it's going to be close, but I think they're inspired. I think they figured things out with this last win, even though it was the Jets. Uh, I think they figured things out. And uh, they're going to get it done. They're going to get it done, man. I, I, I think they're going to shock the world. And uh, for the Rams, this is a trap game. So, you know, boom, go Cleveland. All right. All right. Thanks for coming, Champ Hex. Plenty of room on that train, Hexer. And good luck to your Cowboys this week, Hex. And thanks for joining the Sausage Hut Fantasy Football Ferocity Roundtable for Week 2, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, Dude, love the name change. Dude, stick with that shit, man. Just make t-shirts and dress stuff. I love it, man. I can see that just on a t-shirt. I love it. Uh, And, what, put it uh, like a cow on the cover or something, or like a pig, or like bigly, bigly, what? Yeah, dude, whatever, man. Just rock it. Just make it old school, just like gritty. Just a nice, cool t-shirt, Red Belt. I love it. It's we're, awesome. We're going I, back I, to we're going back to like South Central LA, like Apollo Creed took Rocky Balboa. He's taking them back yeah, to where yeah, it all started. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're getting exactly. it. The We're going to skip some fucking train. rope. Yeah. We're going to run on the beach. <laughs> We're going to hang out with a bunch of black guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, you know, forget the high-tech uh, workout. Let's just throw a log on your shoulder and run up mm-hmm. the street, man. <laughs> Forty years now in 4X, 5X, and triple 6X. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, true believer. Yeah, brother. It's been a pleasure. And uh, likewise, my I, friend. I always love it. I always love being on the show, man. I can't always get on here, but uh, it's awesome being a guest, man. So invitation I'll, only, Hex. Invitation only. Not hey, true. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. true. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna try and go for the second win, man. So right. here we go. Make it happen. <clears throat> Thanks, thanks, and uh, thanks, Champ Hex. All Appreciate right, Champ. Take care. Peace out, right. Champ. All right, peace, man. Oh. All right, fellas. There are people who can't stand Hexy being called Champ in our league, and it's the most <laughs> tremendous thing. Raise your hand if you have other leagues where this happens. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm happy for him. Give credit where credit is due. Yeah, must one must. And if as long as it's not the flying savant, man, I, they deserve to wear the crown. <laughs> I'll call him champ all day, man. Believe, lad, how you doing, man? Got your what's your got evening the kids shape? To bed. Okay, got the kids to bed. Keep laughing, you're gonna wake them up. Laugh some more. Come on, man, let's go. I'm outside, man. I, I know this isn't my first rodeo on the phone. If you climb, I gotta get. Got to get outside at this time of day. Gotcha. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a nice chill in the air. It just smells like football right now. You got to love it. Did you throw a football in the parking lot? Let's talk about some tennis. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you right-handed or left-handed? <laughs> I'm bringing it from the right side all night. All right. Hard and heavy. Still soft tossing Frisbee flippers. <laughs> <laughs> my kind of, my kind of, my kind of crowd. Did you have bratwurst, hot dogs, hamburgers, or did you get into like? You got cold meats? fucking chicken fingers. 
<laughs> Welcome to the Meadowlands. Yeah, we love you, now leave. <laughs> we love you, now leave. Any cars to light on fire accidentally with a barbecue burning in the parking lot? <laughs> Didn't see any that fires. That you know of? That you Didn't know see of? any fires. Not, not that fire, I know of. Who was making more noise? Cleveland Brown fans or Fireman Ed? Was Fireman Ed just like muted by the home, by the awake? Fireman home? Ed was angry. Fireman Ed. <laughs> most of the night. <laughs> they, they, they showed him multiple times. And most of the time there was veins popping out of his forehead and side of his neck. And he was just screaming, screaming. And not, ha- not, in, a, not in a happy way, but in an angry way. Yeah, that is the Northeast, guys. America, that's we have a reputation and we earn it on like football Sundays. It's mm-hmm. remarkable. Football Mondays, mm-hmm. it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, Mister um, Mister Believeland, Mister Kilbasa is one and one in fantasy football. You are zero and two. And By the hair of his chinny chin chin. Yours truly, with like the worst starting scores of my life, where the last three years even. They're sitting atop the standings, and it's mm-hmm. remarkable. It's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I want both of you men to play good fantasy football for weeks three through eight and put some <laughs> distance between the knuckleheads and yourself. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, we'll goodness. do what we got to do. We're doing what we got to right. do. You know, we have waiver wire night tonight. Are you men on the waiver wire yet? I, I'm not you admitting anything. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, we can speak out of school because I don't really care. I have, uh, I have uh, Joe Mixon. You going to talk up Joe I Mixon know, some more? I have, I have, I have Mark Andrews, who's still on the waiver wire, as one of my pickups, and I am going after the other running back in Kansas City, America. Oh, Shady, you, you son of a bitch! Because Shady, Shady <laughs> may or may not play this weekend, and Mr. Williams. Um, he took Shit. he took some big hits. It's interesting the way the running backs. Work. Wait, is my waiver position in front of you? Am I going to have to like throw the the right bower on this nine right here? <laughs> we talk fantasy football to be better at fantasy. That football, was the Mr. best Kibasa. euchre analogy in fantasy football this week in America. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we do. We do Damn what it. we do. If you if he ends up because like if Damian Williams ends up just like wait, I kept him. He's a keeper of yours. Yeah. You're Mr. Protest. Now, all right, America, we promise you the, the nature and understanding of what a protest is in fantasy football. And last week, Mr. Kibasa was confronted with the angry truth that he just wants to be the team called a flying savant. And we chuckled about it. And he got a win in week one, but week two was crash and burn because everyone in red played like they were in jet green. And... He's hurting for it. So we have now have seen an example of the revenge factor in drafting being a total bust, being a total bleeping bust. Hmm. Mm. And I love it. Absolutely love it. And the reason is a total bust. I mean, I had a, I lost the game. Yeah, but you lost to your, you know, it's like Superman fighting Batman. You only get one shot. You throw three touchdowns my way and it's a whole different ball game. Oh, sure. If it was any other Sunday, you know, and you were playing me, you would have won. But you weren't, so you didn't. It's a tough world, Mr. Kielbasa. And what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is (laughs) I'm picking up Darwin Thompson. If you want him, you better go get him. 
How does that jibe with your uh, free agent pickups there, Mr. Believeland? I got one guy uh, that I'm dumping and trying to replace. That would be Mr. Geis in, uh, yes. in, in D.C. So, You know, looking- there is, there's an injured reserve spot for one guy. If you want to yeah. keep him around. You he's, throw not him on the keeping. he's not no, worth he's keeping. He's not worth keeping. You throw him on the injured reserve and you just pick up a guy. You yeah. might have two guys on your roster in that position. Um, if I remember correctly, you may have two. I know Geis uh, was hurt and someone else got hurt. Yeah, uh, I already dropped that. There was the tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He he's he's already been taken care of. Mr. Hunter Henry. Yeah. There you I go. I made an I made an analogy last week that his knee, you put like eight skittles in a bag. <laughs> and he put it on top of your knee, and that's what his kneecap was. And mm-hmm. I had spoken to someone who recently did that, and I described it to him, and he heard it on the podcast and called me up, actually, after I described it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he said, ooh, why Skittles, man? It's more like M&M's. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, for someone who knows. So there's Mr. Henry. He's done. He's done. He's never going to yep. play another football game again. Terrible. Terrible. So, Sad. Mr. Kielbasa? Any recollections on the first two weeks of fantasy football for America and the world? It's it's the it's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, man. I'm winning the decathlon one minute and I'm going head over heels down the goddamn ski jump the next minute. <laughs> that was believe land. That was your first two weeks. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much how it is every week. No, oh, it's going to yeah. turn around for you, brother. I'm here to tell you. I've been trying to tell you. Believe land is more than just a hashtag with a bunch of letters after it. No, you live and die. Put that on a t-shirt. Can we put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> put anything on a t-shirt. I mean, everything really? revolves around one guy in Cleveland. Honestly, I mean, it, it's we're all the entire life force of Cleveland Browns nation is all it's about Baker. how fucking Baker's going to do. And, and I think he finally woke up one day and felt felt it just a little bit. Yeah. He didn't feel it last year, but he spent all off-season doing commercials. and yeah. He's on TV now cutting grass while his girlfriend's trying to like steal something. That's a cute commercial, though, isn't like it? That. It's so cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, get a 5X shirt for that person who said that. Go ahead. That's it. Oh yeah. Goodness. So let's wrap it up so, here, fellas. There you go. I think this has been one of the greatest sausage huts ever. <laughs> the conglomeration of greatness in one space and one place. I yeah. hope I didn't. Uh, I hope hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. That's my hope. Thank you very much. Mr. Kabasa, <laughs> I thank you. Mr. Believe Land, I hope to speak to you again soon. Hey, and, it was an uh, honor, man. I really appreciate uh, the, the invite into into this madness. <laughs> Thanks madness. for coming, man. I'm glad you got to go to the game and witness an away victory. Is, is that your first Cleveland Browns away victory in your life? Or, um, or were you I, with me when we saw Charlie Fry beat the Falcons in Atlanta a long time ago? I wasn't there. No, I was, I, I was not at that one. I've been, I saw them get beat in Carolina. I saw them get beat in Baltimore. <laughs> I think this is my first. I think this is my first road win. Nice. It was my first Friday. Right. It was my first ever Monday night game too. So there's that. Wow. 
So there, America, like if you were listening to yeah, Giant Stadium. If you guys were listening to the Woodstock Two podcast, we were talking about this is the guy right here, Believe Land. He goes by many names, but he was the guy who could have went with us to Woodstock '94, but stayed home because of a soccer, (laughs) because of a softball tournament. That's a whole nother freaking. I should have introduced you as that man. Yeah, that's the rise of. Something to rise above, Mr. Believeland. That's all there is to it. Worst decision uh, of my life, I'll just say that. <laughs> well, hey, man, if that's the worst well, decision of your life, then you, you've done pretty well. It's been a good life, all right. On that note, we should wish the same for everyone. And men, get your free agents in. Mr. Kielbasa, you know what I'm doing. It's up to you to do what you're doing. And everyone else in this country, you play in fantasy football, you pay attention, you adjust. A.D. Just. Adjust. <laughs> Man, have a great night. Thank you very much, Mr. Kibasa. We'll see guys. you next week, everybody, on the Fantasy Football Ferocity Roundtable. Blah, 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 blah. Woo!